0: Welcome to the Kick-Ass Everyday Podcast with your host, me, Tanya Tringali. Let's get ready to be bold, be amazing, and live every day to its fullest with the kick-ass powers of personal development. Oh yes, and full disclosure, there will be a healthy dose of Jersey sarcasm. Hello, hello, friend, and welcome to episode 90 of Kick-Ass Every Day. As always, I want to start off by thanking my returning listeners for coming back. And if you're new here, thank you so much for giving me a try. Together, we will use our combined energy to put out positive vibes and make a difference in our world. So at the time of this recording, it is December 13th. Christmas, Hanukkah, and New Year's are all right around the corner, and the colder weather has finally shown up to make it feel like holiday time. Now, if I were back in New Jersey right now, I'd be shoveling snow as the white stuff is currently covering the ground up there. Can't say that I miss that. This past year has been filled with lots of ups and downs and has pushed me to grow quite a bit. Ah, just the way I like things. If I had to sum up the year in one word, it would be flexibility. 2022 has required me to be flexible at every turn. It's required me to stretch myself and really decide what is important to me. I'm excited at the growth I've had and can't wait to see what I can manifest for 2023. And that is the lead-in for this week's episode. I had the honor and privilege to interview Wendy Verway, a FIRE coach, which in case what you're wondering that stands for, for Financial Independence Retire Early. Love that. Wendy was able to retire at the age of 41 as a single mom, by the way, and now gets to help others do the same thing. After spending nearly 20 years in the corporate world, helping teams figure out their goals and how to reach them, she applied the same business strategies to her own life after what she calls her country song year. This gave her the freedom to build the life she wanted. I can't wait for you to hear her story and be inspired to do the same thing for yourself. So without further ado, please welcome Wendy. Well, welcome, Wendy. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast this week. Um, You and I had a great discussion last week where we were just diving into everything, really getting to know each other. And I was so excited to have you on because I knew that you'd be a perfect fit for my listeners because it's not um, I've talked about money a couple of times uh, on a few episodes because it's one of the areas of personal development that I like to focus on but I've never had an outside view of that, someone's different opinion about that. And I know that you have um, some really great things to tell people. So first off, welcome and please share with us your story because it's a really great one and how you got to this place. Um, and I know that everyone's gonna enjoy hearing it. So take it away. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited um, to be here today. So this is great. Um,
1: so yeah, my story. So I had you know, just a normal life I did all the things I was supposed to do right you know I grew up in a small town had my parents and my sister and did all the things that were expected right I went to school I did well in school so that I could get a good job so that I could meet a boy and get married and have the kids and do all the things and so I did all those things Um, and then about five years ago the whole world fell apart for me I had what I call my country song year where after 17 years of marriage, my husband left. He wasn't happy anymore. And I'm like, okay, now what do I do with that? I'm suddenly a single mom. I had two little boys and um living this life. I'm like, okay, and now what do, what do I need to do? Um, A few months later, my dad died. And that really rocked me. Just, I was really close with him. I was, I was with him when he passed away and it was one of the most, beautiful experiences of my life. We can get into that later. But, um, and then just a couple months after he died, my father-in-law passed away and then my dog died. Like it was truly a country song. It
0: was just one
1: thing after another. And, you know, suddenly every man that I'd ever loved was gone from my life. Um, you know, in various ways, but, um, I, I had nobody, I had to figure out what to do with myself, how to support myself, how to support my two little kids and teach them um you know what what a woman can do, what a mom can do, um what a human can do <laughs> and really take control of of my life. And the way that I started doing that was I looked at how am I spending my money. Um that was sort of the first step because I had I had a good job, I had a corporate job that I'd been in for a long time. Um, but I was coming home from that job and I was really stressed out all the time because of all of the external factors that were going on in my world, right. With right. my husband leaving and grief and all of the rest of it. And and I held all of that in, mm-hmm. um, you know, I had to be strong for everybody else. right? And, right. <laughs> and cause we do that as women, yeah. right. I think that's, that's just a, a thing that we do. And work was actually my happy place work was my safe place for a long time. It was the place where, you know, nobody knew all the crap that was going on in my personal life. Um, people respected me, people asked for my opinion, you know, I felt valued, all of that kind of stuff. So it was like, okay, I go to work. Work is my, my good mm-hmm. space that I could be in. And then the personal life stuff started to settle out and, and all of that. And I was still, I was working really, really hard at my job. Cause I'm like, if I can excel here, I can get ahead. And I realized I was never going to get ahead. <laughs> Working for somebody else. <laughs> um, you know, I would spend hours and weeks perfecting a PowerPoint presentation and, you know, making sure the lines were just right. And we had this big presentation for VPs and doing all of these things. And, um, you know, at the last second, right before I was supposed to give the presentation or my boss was or whatever, um, it got scrapped. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're not doing that anymore. I'm like, what did I just waste? Like, I was stressing out right. all the time about all of these things and it wasn't fulfilling to me um, in the end. Right. It just, right. It, because it was my safe place, I was, I was drawn to it. I'm like, okay, if I just work a little harder, if I just work a little harder and it, it just wasn't getting to the rewards that I was hoping for, you know, I wasn't getting ahead. Um, and so I looked at, I talk about my true hourly wage, <clears throat> and this is a, so a calculation. I
0: uh, definitely want to get into that because I think that's yeah. something that people probably never really thought about and you have a great way of um, explaining that. So yes, we'll definitely get back into that, but continue okay. it, please. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I started looking at like what are the ways that I'm spending my money? What do I
1: want my life to feel like? First of all, and at that point I was feeling stressed. I was Angry. I was anxious. I was, you know, the weight of responsibility of this title of single mom and, you know, working mom and all of the all of the things. I'm like, who am I? <laughs> what am I even doing? I don't even know what I'm doing day to day. Um, and I'm like, I don't want my life to feel like that anymore. Mm-hmm. So what I really wanted was peace mm-hmm. and calm and simplicity. Um, you know, we build up these really complicated lives and, and we don't have to, (laughs) there's so much joy in the simple things. So I started to really focus on that. What are the simple things that I love? Um, You know, I want my kids to be happy. I want to feel like at the end of the day, I can go to sleep and feel like that was a good day. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I want to be able to breathe, take those big deep breaths. I wasn't breathing. I was just, you know, just kind of shallow breathing for a really long time. And so that's what I wanted. I wanted simplicity. And then I started looking at my money situation and how was I spending my money in a way that was getting me toward that simplicity? Or was I at all? And it turned out, you know, in in a lot of ways I was, I was a good saver. And, you know, I was always, my parents are Dutch. I was always very cheap. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I was looking at what do I, what do I want my life to feel like? And I don't want, you know, to be scrounging for every penny, and I don't want to, you know, have to try and keep up with the Joneses either. Mm-hmm. Um, but what do I actually want? And so I made some big decisions. And I, you know, we had an acreage property um, that my husband and I bought, and we were there for about a year when he left. So I stayed for another year. And like this, I don't want to be here anymore. I don't want to cut the grass every right. stinking weekend, <laughs> plus take care of the kids, plus take, uh, you know, plus excel at my job. And I was traveling a lot for work and it was just too much responsibility. And so I finally, I packed up, I did the whole Marie Kondo thing, mm-hmm. you know, where you, you pack up only the things that spark joy. Yeah. Um, and so I packed up all the stuff that I loved and the things that I used very often. And I moved my sons and I to a little duplex in town. So we went from this big acreage property. It was I don't know, two and a half acres and beautiful place, beautiful home, probably the nicest home I'd ever lived in. Right? And I'm like, I don't want it. I don't want any of this. It's too big. It's too much to take care of. We've got too much stuff. Like it just wasn't what I wanted my life to feel like. So we moved to this little duplex and so many people were saying, oh, Wendy, like you're you're going backwards you know you're a homeowner what are you doing renting and and renting a little duplex right and I'm like are you kidding me (laughs) this is great (laughs) I know how much my rent is every month I know that if the dishwasher breaks the landlord will fix it right I don't have to pay property taxes Um, I could walk to work so I didn't have a commute anymore Um, I didn't have to pay for parking I didn't have to pay extra insurance on my vehicle for the commuting um, my kids could take the school bus. So I didn't have before and after school care anymore right. that I had to pay for. Like Just taking out some of those big expenses bought me a bunch of freedom.
0: I was going right? to say, it gave I, you some freedom, absolutely. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, because once I knew I didn't need all of that money, then I could make some choices. Right, I could decide to work less. I could go part-time if I wanted to. What I did instead, I continued working and banked all of that money that I wasn't spending and learned how to invest, um, which was something I never thought I would ever do or like. <laughs> but I found some some great teachers and mentors and I learned how to do it. Um, and so that was that was buying me some freedom. Mm-hmm. Then when it was time to leave the rental, the duplex, I looked I wanted a place of my own again. I wanted to be able to put my stamp on a place. And so I bought this house uh, that has a rental suite in the back. It's got a little one bedroom apartment and that pays my mortgage. Right, So I don't have to work as hard (laughs) to earn the big dollars to pay the big bills because my bills are a lot smaller now. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was able to, to sort of create income in different ways. So when it came down to it, I was able to retire from my corporate job at 41.
0: Which is amazing
1: in itself. Well, right. Well, raising two little kids and, you know, as a single mom, I didn't, you know, people would assume that, you know, my, my ex-husband paid, like, there was none of that. It was just, no. no, it was, I made some decisions on what I want my life to feel
0: like and I made it happen.
1: So, and now I teach others to do the same kind of things.
0: Which <laughs> is so cool to me. I love that, you know, you were able to take such um take such charge of your life like that, because I think a lot of people just get weighed down by the day to day and they feel overwhelmed and they really don't know where to begin. So they never begin you know, yeah. I think that's a big thing. Um, so you talked about and I I um I downloaded your book by the way, your uh um, oh awesome Well, because I want to read about it. I felt I was so interested after we had our conversation the other day and I was like, no, I really want to look at her book and everything. And you have like such great stuff in there. And yet, like as you just mentioned earlier, you talk about your true hourly wage. So, mm. what is that? Explain what that is to people because I don't think that I'm I know that most people never look at the way um what you actually get paid and where everything goes and how much you're really making. No one ever really looks at that. So please explain yeah. that to everyone. Yeah, this, so I'll have to I'll warn everybody in advance. Once you know
1: your true hourly wage, you can't unsee it. So I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. Cause you need to know.
0: <laughs> That's right. No, people do need to know that. Absolutely. Yeah. So the example I give
1: is, so in my corporate job, say I was making $50 an hour, right? And then working 2000 hours a year, that's a hundred thousand dollar annual salary. That sounds like a great job, right? You should be making, you should be doing well in the world with that Mm -hmm. kind of money. But then when you start looking at what are the costs that I have in order to have that job, that's when you drill down into your true hourly wage. So the way I look at it is look at your typical day, right? So for me, you know, I make my $50 an hour job. Great. But in the morning, I spend half an hour getting ready. I call it costuming, right? You've got to right. have the right clothes to fit in at the office, the like shoes, you know, you want to look nice, do all the grooming, all that stuff, hair, makeup, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so that takes time and also money. Um, then I had to put my kids in daycare because I was working outside of the home. And, you know, that's not a thing that everybody gets to choose, but right. <laughs> but no. that's that's a thing, right? It's a cost. If mm-hmm. I didn't have that job, I wouldn't have my kids in daycare. Um, if I had a different job, I may, but that's neither here nor there. It's just one of those things, right? If I didn't have to work outside my house, I would have to have my kids in daycare. Um, then there's the commuting, right? So driving half an hour each way to work, parking costs, vehicle maintenance, Mm -hmm. um, you know, extra insurance for your vehicle, all of that kind of stuff that all adds up. Then I get to the the office, but before I get there, I'm going to stop and grab a Starbucks because that's what everybody does. <laughs> <laughs> right? You need a fancy coffee with your name on it just to feel like you're part of the club. Yeah. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. right? Um, but yeah, so go into the office and work for a while and then didn't pack a lunch or anything. So I'm going to go out for lunch with a coworker and we're going to talk about you know what's happening in the office and who mm-hmm. did what and all of that kind of stuff. And then the end of the day comes and I'm just fried. And don't feel like cooking a healthy meal. I haven't planned ahead. I haven't, you know, got the groceries and got the slow cooker going or whatever. Um, And so I'll grab takeout on the way home Mm -hmm. from work, feed my kids and then get them sorted out, pick, you know, pick them up from daycare, get them sorted out and then finally have a chance to sit. So I'll sit and watch Netflix for a couple hours or I'll scroll through my phone and dream about this two-week vacation where I actually get to live for th- those two <laughs> weeks. <laughs> where that's that's the part of life that I'm excited about. Um, and all of that stuff has a cost. Mm-hmm. So not only the money that it costs to buy the fancy vacation, to buy the clothes, to buy the makeup, to buy the lunch, to buy the takeout, but also the time that you spend in you know sort of gearing up and getting ready to do mm-hmm. the job that you're doing. So that adds to the number of hours that you're working and not getting paid. That adds to um, your expenses that you wouldn't have if you didn't have that job. So when I did this calculation for myself, this $50 an hour job, I was making $10 an
0: hour. Which is crazy, right? I mean, that's just crazy. Yeah. But it's so true. It's so true. (laughs) Like after you and I talked, I thought about it when I had a job, you know, outside, working outside of the home. Um, All of that definitely definitely takes down what you're actually earning and my husband you know i, ha- I have to give him credit because he always says too that when he looked at getting another job he's like yeah but like that job is like a half an hour away so the wear and tear of my vehicle the gas all that has to come out like he in some ways did think about those things right like he does come yeah. from that mind what you and i talked about too he ha- comes from that kind of mindset when it comes to money and i'm explaining that even to my young daughter you know who is in college now, but getting ready to look, you know, for work? Before you know it, and she's like, "Oh, like, if, why do they people who live here make so much more money?" I'm like, "Cause it costs that much more to live there." I said, "They're they're not making any more than you would make where you are. I guarantee you, it's all of that is baked into those salary numbers, and you really have to look at it that way." But you just explained it so beautifully, and I, and I, I hate for people to like be looking at it and be like. I really don't make the kind of money that I thought I did because you don't like women, especially the whole getting ready thing. What do men really do? I mean, okay. If they, if they work in an office, they put on a suit and tie. Give me a break. Okay. Yeah. Women go through way much more to get ready for the world. And, you know, it's expected. It's absolutely expected. You yeah. Know, so,
1: well, but there are things that you can do, right? Once you know mm-hmm. what your true hourly wage is, you can make some choices. So one of the choices I made, I stopped wearing makeup. There you go. What about a protest? <laughs> because I was spending money. I was spending time. My my son, I remember he was um, watching me in the mirror one day, putting on my makeup. He's like, mommy, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, just putting on my face, which is a terrible thing to say <laughs> to a right. young kid because that'll <laughs> scar them. Mm. <laughs> but he's like, well, why are you doing that? I'm like, oh, because I want to feel beautiful. And and he goes, but you are beautiful, mommy. I'm like, oh, Aww. you get extra cookies today. That's right. <laughs> But I started thinking about it. I'm like, why am I doing this? I had a male coworker and I was, uh, I mean, I had many, but one Mm -hmm. that we were doing the same job right? and he was being paid far more than I was. And I was fighting to get a raise.
0: right?
1: And I realized, well, you know, Josh just rolls out of bed and he shows up and, and everybody's just happy to see him. (laughs) Whereas, you know, I've got to do all the things and put on my, my face and all the rest. And so one day I just did an experiment. I'm like, I'm not (laughs) going to do it. I'm not going to do it today. And so I showed up to work with my bare face and nothing happened. Oh, like see? The world didn't end. The sky didn't open. You know, I think I had one person say, oh, Wendy, well, you look kind of tired today. And I'm like, I'm a single mom who works full time. I am tired. <laughs> this is what I look like. This is what I look like. Exactly. See? And I, mean, I realized I was spending a lot of money on the most natural looking products because I didn't want to look fake, right? <laughs> so right. I'm like, I'm spending right. all the money and time to make myself look like myself. Right. <laughs> How does that make any sense? So <laughs> That's crazy. it was just kind of nuts. So even that, that small thing, um, and then, you know, even carpooling, even making coffee at home, bringing your lunch in all of those kinds of things, will increase your true hourly wage. So you're basically giving yourself a raise without asking your boss, because you have control over all of those things. Right? It's not necessarily that you need to make more money. It's like, let's look at what you're using your money for right now. And how can you maximize that?
0: Maximize it. So Um, So
1: there's a bunch of different ways to use true hourly wage. That's one of them. But even like comparing opportunities, right? I see this all the time in, um, in my clients, they're asking, okay, well, I've got this opportunity over here. It's this much more money, but it's further away. And it's this, I'm like, use the calculator. I have a calculator. I'll, I'll give you the link. Um, so if your absolutely. listeners want to check it out and do their own calculation, absolutely. It's, um, it'll change your life. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you can look at different opportunities. You can look at, um, side hustles. Like, is it worth it to do this thing that I'm doing? Um, or am I spending more in materials or more in time than I'm actually getting out. So it's just a good way to sort of compare apples to apples.
0: Right. No, it's great. Your money. Yeah. It's great. The way you break it all down, it's like it's really simple to understand too, which I think people shy away from the whole money talk if they're just not comfortable with it. If they didn't grow up in a family that talks about money. Um then they feel you know like they don't feel educated enough to really make those decisions or even where to start to look I think that's another thing too again it's a mindset you know um, that and I've always said you know you have to make everything a game if you make something a game you make it fun then it's interesting and you are more likely to um, pursue it and uh, be successful at it I find too like even with personal development is the same thing you know People, you know, it's always it's it's always like the one percent, right? It's always the one percent because they, you know, will take the initiative and find something to make it fun. That that's why they sure. they stick with it. And you had a great quote in your book, and I'm going to read it from your book because I really liked it. Yes. Most people won't do this kind of number crunching, and that is why most people won't be financially free. And it's so true. It just yeah. it's so true. You know, you I always say the only thing you have control over is yourself. You know, and your reactions to others and if you don't take control of the things that you can control, you know, you're just never going to move the needle for yourself, you know? So uh, it's just absolutely true, true, true. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I find so much too, like in the, in the whole financial industry. I mean, I didn't know anything about investing until I was in my late Mm -hmm. thirties. Right. And so I just, I started educating myself, but it's so, people get so afraid because the industry is made to, seem complicated. And it used to be complicated. It's a lot easier now, with the internet with, you know, ways that you can ways that you can get educated on things, but a lot of people don't know what they don't know, they don't know where to start, they don't know what to ask. Um, You know, you don't want to question your investment guy. But you know, if you don't question your investment guy, you're probably losing a lot of money to fees that you don't have to be. Um, So that's where I come in, right. And I can help people figure that kind of stuff out and do those baby steps. And explain it in a way that, you know, let's practice, let's, you know, let's open a brokerage account. First of all, what is a brokerage account? (laughs) and How do you get one? And why do you need one? And all of these sorts of things, right? I didn't know any of this kind of stuff. And I spent a ton of time and money learning, because I was interested, because I wanted to be able to take control of my own money. And I talked to so many women, especially, um, who, you know, you don't want to look stupid, (laughs) you don't want to seem ignorant like oh we should know all of this stuff well you don't we're not taught these things no we're not at all taught these things we're taught um you know at least in my generation well you'll marry a man and he'll know how to do the things well most of the men don't know either (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) we're all just doing the best we can (laughs) yeah yeah
0: yeah and you're right And I think a lot of it has to do with your family dynamics and how you grow up because it does make a huge difference um you know as we talked about last week you know my family, we didn't talk about money ever. I'm from a German family, so they're probably very similar to Dutch people. Like <laughs> they're very similar. Their <laughs> Whereas my husband, you know, he had that benefit. Him and his dad were very open about things. His father, it's so funny. My father-in-law, you know, my father Sal, who's he's quite the card. Um, but when it came to money, like that was his thing, right? And he, even when he passed away, um, he was in his 80s when he passed away, he had his own. Brokerage account. Like he, you know, he had he who's a great saver. He didn't learn about investing. He taught himself, or he was very self-taught. And he still handled all his own money. He didn't have a finance guy. He did went to bank and he did it himself. He used to follow the ticker tape. My kids used, you know, when they were growing up and they were little, they're like, oh, grandpa's watching the ticker tape. Like that's all he would do, or he would read, you know, in the paper, you know, um, and like mark everything down. So Again, it it does have a lot to do with your own personal interest, but how you were raised too, but there's no reason why anybody cannot do these things because you absolutely can, you know, and I think your book and everything that you teach people, the coaching that you do it, I think that all just empowers people to be able to do that, which is great. So how can people work with you if they want to? I do. I've
1: got one-on-one clients. Um, We work together on all kinds of different things, whether it's, you know, doing intentional spending, figuring out ways to to save more, figuring out ways to earn more. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And I mean, my whole thing, I mean, yes, I retired early. My whole goal in life is not that everybody retires because that might not be what you love. You know, you might love your job, but let's figure out ways to make you kind of anti-fragile, right? If there's another pandemic or you know something crazy happens and there's something that's out of your control like let's let's take a lot of that stress away if we can um right so earning more money like figuring outside hustle kind of stuff I've got a one-on-one client where I'm teaching her the basics of investing looking at putting together a group program to be able to do that right because I know there's such a need um especially I'm finding a lot of women are finding me um and even right. older women Right, that you know, maybe they maybe they're divorced, maybe they never got married, maybe their husband passed away, or you know they they have this money that they've built up for a long time, but they don't know what to do with it, and they don't know who to ask, and they don't know where to start. Um, so, I'm working on putting together group programs for that. I've got an online course. I've got my ebook that you mentioned. Um, so, there's all kinds of ways to work with me. Um, you can find me on Instagram at I am Wendy Burway, I'm on Facebook. I'm all over the place. <laughs>
0: which is great though. I like that you're easy to find. I think that, you know, um, that really helps too. Um, that visibility visibility thing is, is really important, especially when you have such a great message and you can really um, do offer help to people. You know, it's great that people are able to find you and I'm happy to like promote you because, um, I just feel like you have such great things to offer and people can really get a lot, um, Out of anything that you have out there, even on your Instagram page, you have great stuff on there too. And you give away a lot of great content. So um, definitely check Wendy out. I will have all the links to all of her stuff um, in the show notes for this episode. And Wendy, I can't thank you enough for coming on today um, and having this great conversation about money and making it something that people can talk about, even if you were told not to talk about it. Um, I say, the heck with that. Um, Because money, you know, it's a part of everyday life and you just have to get over it and, uh, you know, not be so intimidated by it and make it work. Well, and for you. money is, a, exactly. Money is a tool,
1: yep. right? It's just another tool in your toolbox to make your life great. So why not use it that way?
0: Totally. You, know, right. you don't have
1: to be owned by the tool. You can own the tool.
0: <laughs> absolutely. Ab- I yeah. totally agree with that. Again, it's a mindset and absolutely take charge of it for yourself. Well, thanks so much again for being on. It's great this to talk with so you. Great. Yes, yes you right. too. Thank you. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks. I hope after listening to Wendy, you are inspired to take control of your finances and build a life that works for you. Just listening to her talk about your true hourly wage is eye-opening enough and motivation to do better for yourself and your family. I love Wendy's practical approach and the way she breaks down everything in a simple to understand, non-intimidating manner. I highly encourage you to check out her website, wendyveraway.com, where she has tons of resources and services to help you. I will leave all the links for Wendy in the show notes for this episode. I hope you have a great week, and don't forget to invite your friends to listen and subscribe so that we can continue this amazing journey together and kick ass every day. Till next time.